0: Welcome to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max and I'm Nikki, and together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the holidays, um, particularly the holiday season, but I guess in a broader sense, maybe all holidays. But uh, we, yes, more specifically, whether or not we like Thanksgiving them, enjoy onward them? until right after the New Year's, um, right after that's the, the New that's Year holiday, right after the New Year, right a, that's the or holiday right season. after New Year's. That's Day, the holiday season, um, as one might say. Although for us, it goes all the way to our birthday, which is on January fifteenth. Well, that's not that's really not our not the holiday, holiday season. season, but uh, I mean, it should be. It is actually, it is a holiday season because. Everyone Mar- around Luke the King, world uh, actually celebrates M- Max and Nikki Day. Because, well, no, I mean, but truth be told, <laughs> it's Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday is on our birthday. That is a holiday. Um, but I guess that's not a part of the holiday season. Now, um, you know, do we like the holidays? Do we dislike them? What do we like and what do we dislike about them? Uh, that and more after uh, these, messages, these messages. Um but now seriously, yes, we do have some station business first. Um, we, we just are, had a we, okay. great sold-out show, Vintage, uh, Vintage Bas- Basement with Max and Nikki, this past Monday. Uh, the next one will be Monday, December 18th at Under St. Mark's Theater. 9 p.m. in the East Village, as usual. And we've got quite a lineup for you. We have Julio Torres. Will Miles S- and Sam, Sam J. Um, quite a lineup! Please get your tickets now, or I highly recommend you get your tickets now before they sell out. Like last time, we had a huge standby line, and we first because had people didn't people did not buy, them in, buy them in advance. I tell you, you got to get those tickets in advance because you don't want to be stuck outside of the theater wishing you had bought them in before and not being able to get in. Especially this time of season. Time of the year, it's getting cold, quite cold outside, and you want to be inside in the warm theater with everybody else, and all the body heat is emanating from everybody, and you can enjoy that heat of not only the theater but everyone's body heat and the heat (laughs) of the comedy, the the energy that creates this heat, the comedic energy and entertainment energy, and also emanates from the performers. But uh, it's also just the you can it's the warmth of everybody the heat of the night not not only not only their body heat but it it also creates an atmosphere of warmth too and because it's a nice intimate so, theater, and, 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 and you don't want uh, the star- comedy is going to make you laugh, and especially this time of year, and you want to feel the music, nice, and, and, and the music's going uh, to make, make you warm. The music's going to make you the music's going to make you feel warm inside because it is heartwarming music that we, Max and I usually play on. This, this show. is true. Um, um, so so get, your, any get, event, those get your tickets now. Max dot slash vintage Basement Again, that's maxandnicky.com slash vintage-basement. Or, or just simply maxandnicky.com. Or, uh, you can find the appropriate links. Or horsetrade.info. Right. Um, okay. Um, and as we've been doing for the past, you know... Seven or so seven weeks. Seven so or weeks. Uh, we are going to discuss the last episode. On, uh, and a curb, short debrief on the last episode of Curb Enthusiasm. This was a funny episode. Yeah, uh, um, wait, recap. Was what was funny, you know, okay. uh, you know, Larry's, uh... Actually, it's funny, J.B. Smoove was not in this episode. Jeff and, uh, Susie, Susie were not whatever. in it. Cheryl wasn't in it. Ted Danson was in it. Um, the only regulars... Richard Lewis wasn't even in it. The only regulars on it were Larry David and, um... And Bob Einstein. Bob Einstein, who, uh, plays, um, who plays Marty Funkhouser. P- Marty Funkhauser, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was mainly about... Larry um, and his relationship with this new girl, played by Lauren Graham, and uh, her son, who's kind of like a jerk son, and uh, that was funny. The kid, the son, is really, really funny. Um, and uh, well, she's, but also this whole, you know, whole ca- uh, you know new catch girl. Up. She's actually quite. She's a woman, you know. Okay, but you know, but so I know, but it's like, at what point? You say not say girl anymore. I mean, she's got a kid. You know, I don't know. I kind of feel like, I know, but okay. So what are you saying? He wouldn't call her a girlfriend? I don't know. I mean, actually, not in this episode. Well, not not in this episode. But if it were her girlfriend, nobody says. I mean, I guess people say lady friend. But I mean, I don't know. I think it's. uh, I think words. You know, we, we we place too much emphasis on no, the way No, I mean, I understand they they what you're saying, but there are, there is a certain age. I'm not quite sure if you would even say boyfriend or girlfriend anymore. I remember saying that to my host mother about our directrice's com- boyfriend, I guess. And she's like, well, she said companion. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess. Because it was a little weird to call... I mean they were pretty old, and just like say b- her boyfriend at that age, it seemed a little oh, I think little it's bizarre. fine. I don't know what I'm saying. maybe you can cut this all out, just cut it out actually no, why uh, I, this I don't is know. it's is you know, this is a topic we could probably discuss further uh down the line actually. I know, but I don't know, maybe but no. actually, that's something we should discuss with Helen actually um maybe I, I just I don't know i whatever. What? I, I don't... What? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Anyway, words are words. Or maybe I'm right. Maybe I'm and, right. And, uh, uh... You know... It's like... Maybe me even bringing you know, that up is the influence of society on me. It is the influence of society on Well, you. You know why? A- because, you yeah. know... I, that's not true. Technically, uh... You know, Max and I are, you know... Well, Max and I are adults. And, uh... Technically... And one might call us men, but, you know, I I still, in, in a weird kind of way, view us as boys, you know, because, you know. I, sure. I mean, and that shouldn't be perceived as little boys. It's just like... Except for Max, maybe. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, it's all about the way you okay. feel, I guess, yeah, you yeah. know. Okay. I, let's just reserve this conversation for now. All offices. right. We'll continue on. Anyway, Curb Enthusiasm... Um, yeah, funny episode. You know the whole fatwa thing. You know this episode kind of dealt it w- dealt with it well. You know I liked how the guy go- went around to people that Larry previously dealt with and um, interviewed them and found out in each of those scenarios Larry was in the right, <laughs> and um, it, it was just funny because it was kind of justice for Larry in a way. You know, um, you know all those times, and in a way, like in the past it kind of justifies me always, well, not always, but often in the past, at least, um, sort of siding with Larry David on things, you know, right. that most most people might not find um, normal or regular. But what's funny is the only people that side with him is his actual enemy. That's kind of a funny thing in a way. Well, it, I mean, it's well, not his he, enemy. I mean, sort of in a way. These people, Sort of the guy even said he he wanted to go after Larry, actually, except then he Larry stood up for him, you know, so and I liked how the kind of episode ended with the catch up you know I mean <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of funny, you know, I mean it's funny he's got these like you know panel of like arabs or or whatever and Muslim Muslims, and it's just funny how. In what world do these are there? Is there a council that you know can save one from a fatwa or not? I mean, I don't know. Maybe that exists maybe or not. But it's just funny. He creates this sort of sets up this council. You know that that takes place. You know in Los Angeles. You know, and then uh, upon their uh, okay, <laughs> they say that that they go It's okay for Larry. He even. He even dares to ask, like, what about the musical? Can I put it on? <laughs> so, and they're like... The Fatwa musical, yes. that is. Yes, and he's, they actually say yes if you can find Lin-Manuel Me- uh, Me- Manuel Miranda, Miranda, Miranda to, to be in it. Or, something or as, like. as Max, and I like to call him, Rahm Emanuel. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was very funny. The episode was very funny. Um, you know, uh, it's also funny that Lauren Graham is getting mad at him for... <laughs> It's funny, Larry's trying to have an interview for her son to go to this boarding school. and He keeps <laughs> that whole situation where they're asking, well, do we want to just make sure that this is a long-term relationship? He's like, well, I don't know, maybe, maybe not. And they're just trying to like get this out of him to say that there's a possibility that it's a long-term relationship. Um, I think that's funny. and It's funny in the end that Lauren Graham is upset with him that she didn't get him into the boarding school like, she's upset that she didn't, couldn't get rid of his son, basically, her son, basically. Yeah, but so she didn't... Kind of funny. She got mad at he him get for rid something of that he didn't do, but his handyman did, who, you know, he brought his family to the... Well, that too. That, uh, but, I mean, anyway, that is a bit of a ridiculous thing, too. It's a ridiculous thing, you know, and I think but that's funny. It's, it's, it's like, funny because it's so absurd. It's kind of like Seinfeld, in a way, you know, these absurd things happens that could easily be, you know, explained, but they're not, you know, because... It's just the conceit of the episode. Anyway, that's enough about Curb Enthusiasm. Let's get on with to our main topic at hand. The holidays. Well, in general, I like the holidays. The holiday season, that is. Um we just had Thanks past Thanksgiving and um I didn't go home this year. Um we didn't go home to Los Angeles this year for Thanksgiving, and I guess that's kind of a bummer because I do love Thanksgiving. Um, it's probably my favorite holiday because you just get to eat a lot of food. Um, I love that pumpkin pie. I love, uh, you know, marshmallow DMs. Oh, speaking of marshmallow DMs, which I didn't get to have this year, which is a real bummer. Um, I was reading this thing, uh, that there's some like chefs in New York and like even Guy Fieri, they're really snobby that they think that candy, uh, Marshmallow yams are ridiculous because they're like Guy just, Fieri of all the Fieri of all that. people. They they say that it's just sweets upon sweets. It's so uninspired, and I just think it's not sweets upon sweets. Yams are uh, what they're commonly called, but even though it's actually sweet potatoes, sweet right? Because yams sweet, are actually a little bit different. But sweet, usually people sweet, use sweet, sweet, sweet potatoes, potatoes aren't really that sweet. I mean, well, they're, they're a little sort sweet, of, but, but they're, they're, not a sweet, they're not as sweet as we think yeah, of in the... And I think traditional you can put it that's like saying you can't put uh you know you can't put chocolate with you know marshmallows marshmallows or you can't what about a s'more s'more. or you it's like you saying you can't put strawberries with whipped cream you know i I know it's It's ridiculous that's exactly what it is strawberries with whipped cream the 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 whole whipped cream that has sweet sweet whipped whipped cream yeah i mean it it often does have a little bit of sugar in it. I mean, anyway, it's it's so or or even uh, you know or M and Ms with ice cream or or ice cream on on chocolate cake or, or something it's like, or chocolate or or vanilla ice cream with chocolate I knew syrup. It. The whole the the idea a the idea that it's wrong to put sweets on top Uninspired. of sweet is, is it's so actually stupid. Very inspired. I, I think like marshmallow yams are great. In fact, I would argue that having the yams or sweet potatoes by themselves is a little much. And the marshmallow actually helps balance it out a little bit Cause, because it is a little bit too much for that kind of treat. It's a little bit too much savory for what you want, um, in my opinion. And what I'm looking for is something a little bit sweeter. Marshmallows are a perfect complement, I think. So any any naysayers, any of those snobby chefs out there, you're wrong. You're wrong about it. I think marshmallowed yams or marshmallow sweet potatoes are great. They are great, but they are maybe uh, I can understand somebody not not liking it not because of if it it's uninspired quality. I mean, that's a ridiculous thing to say about it. Uh but I think maybe some people may not be sweets people or they just may feel it's a bit heavy. Okay. Well, they might feel don't don't heavy. eat it though, but it's not if you're not a sweets person. No, I'm just saying another argument. Well, Heavy, I mean, you know, things certain things are heavy. I mean, you can even argue that you know, pastas are, are heavy, you know. I mean, no, duh, That's it, a, no, it, duh. It, it's just like or rich, yeah. I mean, okay, I don't think marshmallow bams are ever rich actually. Well, um, maybe, or maybe, you're rich. um, marshmallows are great. Some people don't like marshmallows, which I can't, I can I guess I can understand, but ultimately, I just am like, okay, um. Um, but yeah, yeah. Well, in any event... Uh, anyway, I love so Thanksgiving as I well. I love that. I you think what I'm a mostly, great holiday where you can just sit back, relax, and eat amongst... And make him miss us. And make him miss Make us. him miss me. No, well, actually, that's what my family is probably thinking. Maybe. Yeah. I hope, maybe. I don't um, know. Because I, I didn't do much for Thanksgiving this year, unfortunately. Me neither. But you know what I did? I did eat some turkey. And I'll eat the turkey because it's there. But I will say, turkey is... Not as good as chicken. It's just you know a lot of people think chicken. that because it's often dry. It uh, cannot be dry though. It can be made what Good. My though? sister said, or I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm uh, sorry. Brent told me because he had Thanksgiving Brent, over at our Moshe's. Older brother Brent. He had uh, Thanksgiving over at his friend Moshe's house. He said that Moshe made a very good turkey and it wasn't dry and it was very um, moist and uh, it was good and that that sounded like ooh I want some of that. But well, I people think, can make it not dry. I think, do it's think just, but it's not its even, a huge bird, and I think people have trouble taming yeah, it's it. it's not know? just that though. I think the taste of turkey is a little different from chicken. I think chicken, well, it is. I, I will say that's though, not true. I, that's like a slice, like sliced turkey, like you get that at the you get at the deli. That's true. it's better all than the time. Is better than chicken. You no, know, that's not true. You think it. No, I'm talking about a sliced kind of. I thing. know, but it's different. You know, I, but I will no, say I, I have turkey. turkey I eat turkey like all the Look, I eat turkey all the time in my salads. Now, if it's everything. like, if it's like a pieced thick? up chicken, that's a different thing. You know, like. You know. Um, but yeah, turkey is great. Um, I like Christmas uh, because. Hold on, I'm not. We're not done on Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Let's talk about some other foods on Thanksgiving. I pumpkin always pie, make, even though I, pump, pumpkin I love pie, pumpkin pie. Mm, I mean, that's something, I, and you know, it's a seasonal thing, and I wish it weren't. weren't But you know, I guess it's just because you know pumpkins are grown during this time, and I really, really do love pumpkin pie. It's got to be a good pumpkin pie, though. You know. I'll eat it still if it's not that good. Right, sometimes some of the pumpkin pies can be rich, too rich. You know, or, so, or some of them just can or be just, a little too um, quite a gelatinous, if you will. Or, sure. Um, there's just something about them that, you know, you want a good sort of texture to it, um, a fluffy crust and... Um, sort of a creaminess. Creaminess but not to not it. not too creamy. Not too creamy, but not too hard, not too thick. Um, I once had a... A pumpkin pie I ordered Thick. on on what was it? I think it was New Year's Day. We went uh with our friends in San Francisco to this diner and I gotta say it was I ordered I was like, you know what, I'll order some pumpkin pie. Might have been the worst piece of pumpkin pie I ever had. Uh lesson is, you know, diner, pumpkin pie is probably not gonna be that great. Um it could be, but you know, anyway. Okay. But pumpkin pie, I do love yes. it, and that's a thing I like about okay. Thanksgiving and Christmas. Okay. Uh, something I even did make it this year, even though I didn't do much for Thanksgiving this year, I still made it anyway. I always make my patented raspberry tart. It's not your. It's not your patented. I know. I just didn't even come, make it up, but it I does make a well. I'm it's not good, good, I'm not good. using that in. I'm. I'm joking when I say that. Uh, but yeah, it is something I make every year: a raspberry tart with almond based crust. Is very good, I must say. Mm-hmm. Nikki, wouldn't you agree? I do. Okay. There's a certain saltiness to it I like a lot. Well, that's the sea salt. But actually, yes, uh, there's a vanilla, there's a little bit of vanilla extract in there. I mean, you can, I got the recipe from online, actually, from a a website called monkeysea.com. Um, but I've been doing it for the past, oh, maybe six, seven years and everyone enjoys it. I gotta say. Okay. Okay. I might make it for Christmas. Uh, Okay. Which brings us to Christmas. No, not yet. Okay. Um, oh, by the the way, something about Thanksgiving is once it hits Thanksgiving, you know what that means. Christmas music starts to play. Okay. But that's not, we're not getting there yet. I know, but I'm just saying, um, but about Thanksgiving, I don't. Under, I don't know anyone who would not like Thanksgiving. I mean, well, maybe certain people don't like it because of uh, what it might represent. Uh, what not, does it well, represent? It might represent something different now to everybody. But uh, I, I mean, what uh, the s- historical significance of it? I guess um, it, it just it, it makes people think of Europeans taking over. Native American land and, and then the pillaging of of those people. But wasn't Thanksgiving it was land and about like them coming together and eating together, the Native Americans and pilgrims? That is what it's about, what it's become to be about. But I'm not quite sure I mean I don't know the whole story but uh, on like the real history about it behind it, but we'll look know. it up. Um but uh yeah, Thanksgiving is good, you know. Um there are many holidays. Out there. I guess I guess some people complain about Thanksgiving because they ha- they're forced to get together with their families, and there's going to be like some awkward fights. You know, I mean that's the joke, the common joke. You know, because every family is somewhat dysfunctional, and you got to get t- together with your families, your, your extended family who uh, might have some very extreme beliefs, and you got to argue with them or but political beliefs. And yeah, that's happened yeah, with us beliefs. before on on Thanksgiving too. We've gotten together with some extended family and. Our political beliefs differed. Um, but you know what? I say just try not to talk about politics. Well, you know, you know what, though? Here's the or thing make about it. Or uh, make it a friendly debate, I guess, if it's, right. possi- I pre- if it's I f- possible. If, I if it's I don't possible. Know. Sometimes it's not possible because people are so set in their ways. And that's another just, as we've discussed many a time on this podcast, people are not willing to actually have a conversation, and they all like to s- stay in their black and white, world when in fact there's a lot of gray and they're not really willing to admit they're either not willing to admit them when they're wrong or they're just not willing to explore that other people have different views on things you know yeah that's true i will say even i am a bit um i wouldn't stubborn. call it extreme but not stubborn but i'm very set in certain aspects certain ways because like with with regard to guns and gun control, I don't I don't understand why anybody I, and it's hard for me to ra- I'll I'll ask I'll, I will at least attempt to ask somebody I know why the, they would be why would they be set in 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 wanting to carry firearm or fe- feeling like it needs to be legal to be able to own a gun because I. Personally, think all guns should be banned. I don't understand why anybody needs a gun. Really, I know they people want to protect themselves, but at the very least, I don't. I, at the very least, I think all semi-automatic and automatic weapons should be uh, illegal. And I can't, I can't fathom why anybody would think differently from that. Like, there's, there's just no even hypothetical situation I can think of that would justify owning that kind of stuff. And so if you, uh, bring that to the Thanksgiving table, that idea, um, I guess if I'm involved, you can bet there'd be some kind of argument. Um, sure. But this is the saying because we have certain relatives who are, uh, right wingers, if you will. And, um, we disagree with them about a lot of things. I think at this point in time, we just don't talk about that stuff with them anymore. Um, but well, here's the thing about it: is it doesn't need to lead to an argument. It can lead to a a debate, a discourse, a a, a, a sincere, serious debate. But it doesn't. I don't. I don't like the idea that uh, having political conversations should lead to people hating each other. I don't think that's a good thing, you know? That because often the problem is people start to argue. Yeah, well... And then they don't actually start to listen. You know what, you know? though? I, I do think that... I mean, I know I keep bringing it up again. We've had a whole episode on gun control before, but I do think guns... Uh, I don't understand how that's a political issue. And the only reason it's a political it's issue... Not, it shouldn't be. The reason right. it's a political You're issue right. is because of the NRA and uh, lobbyists having control on the Republican Party um, having their money in... in a lot of Republicans pockets, because when it comes down to it, death, you know, life and death should not be a political matter. And, um, you know, with a lot of the, uh, mass uh, shootings that we've seen this past year, you would think ultimately people would decide, uh, at least against these semi-automatic and automatic weapons. It's just, well, and, and, uh, and just, Tighter, stronger gun control laws. So, yeah, starter, starter, Who can buy a gun? You like know? It, the idea that there hasn't even been one lot since all this there has certain, happened. There just, hasn't been any bill put forth at all. There I are mean, certain or, there are certain states where you don't have to get your gun registered even. You know, there there hasn't been any attempt at all to regulate uh, guns at all. You know, and that's I think that's a serious problem that should not be a political issue. Right, and people can, even people's, I mean, I know know people have the argument that saying, I mean, there's the classic argument uh, for people who are pro-gun. Well, guns don't kill people, people kill people. But here's the thing. You can say that about cars too, but we still have tight control. Like people who have, you have to take a test in order to pass your driver's, get your driver's license. You also have to register it for sure. And you have to buy insurance on it. And if you get if you're drunk and you're caught by the police and you're drunk, then your license was revoked. And you know what? I uh, there none of these kinds none, of laws no big, exist for guns. Yeah, exactly. And and registration's not required in every state, as I said. And uh, so I believe that's a. I, I think you can double anyway, check me on I, that. I know but this I'm is a sure. big big tangent from from ho- the holidays. But I think it's um, this issue is sort of palpable and and relatable to our cert circuit uh, our current country's circumstances and um it's relevant right now and this is why we're going off on this tangent but it should not be political and i think this kind of relates to the whole idea that um campaigns should be funded through a, a grassroots uh, sort of um um fundraising and and sorry i'm trying to think of the words it's late we're recording this late um but yeah, I think it should not... There shouldn't be um, sort of these super packs and things like that, I, I, you know I mean? Ultimately, okay, you let's know, get off this political but, uh, anyway, discussion. I know, I know, I'm just saying, okay, that shouldn't be a political issue. Therefore, it should not have to be a debate at the family table, and I feel like... Um, and with me, that can be a Noah debate. And th- that's why it's... Uh, yeah, it's hard for me to wrap my head around... Um, but anyway, I guess that's something that you just have to avoid at the at the table with a certain extended family if you disagree with them during the holidays. Right, and you know that doesn't mean even if you disagree with family members, uh, you well, know maybe there's a way to have polite discussion about it. You know, I mean, without getting your balls in an uproar, I guess you can have, um, you know, a respectable sort of um, you know calm and collected. Uh, discourse about certain topics you know at yes, the, the dinner yes, table yes 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 um and that doesn't and just because you disagree on those things uh well uh you can still love them anyway you know uh, your family members uh i know that we enjoy uh nevertheless even though they might hold different political beliefs than we do uh, we think they're very funny and enjoy their company often, uh, and we and, and enjoy their company, um, our extended family. Because uh, some of them are super funny actually, and some of them have very dry funny wit, and uh, it's a fun fun time hanging out with them. Uh, nevertheless, you know, um, so you could just try and avoid those conversations as well, as Nikki said. Um, Although and is ha- it really helping to avoid them? You know, I don't know. Um, uh, well, maybe it is. Maybe, not, maybe it, have it Maybe the, the holidays is the one time where you should avoid that kind of conversation. Maybe, maybe the holidays is a time where it's like, look, let's just let's get just get lean, out of lean our back, heads, lean, lean back, and, and let m- those issues make, make miss us, miss us. You know, lean back, make, make, make those, those issues miss us, me. miss us. Okay. But um uh, anyway, so, so uh there you go. That's Thanksgiving, really. I don't I don't think we have much left to talk about Thanksgiving. It's a great holiday, though. I love it. And you know what comes with uh the day after Thanksgiving, besides it being Black Friday, is uh it's leftovers. probably the well Leftovers. <laughs> the the T V series, the Leftovers. No, that's Marathon over. It's, it's a good great series though. Okay, but it's um, over with it. But uh well you can rewatch it on HBO. Um <laughs> okay. but uh no, what comes with that the day after is the introduction of holiday, you know, Christmas music. I mean, I'd like to say holiday music. It actually music started music yesterday, actually, I like to, on Thanksgiving. Well, started. from when we're recording this. But I, I like to call it holiday music because not all of it is necessarily Christmas. I mean, Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow is not necessarily about Christmas. It's about the holidays. It's about about time. you know, Um and but it is a holiday themed song i guess you can say and uh, also uh we wish you a merry christmas and a happy new year that's also a holiday song because it's plural hol- it's two different well i mean but okay things or um it must have been the mistletoe i mean even though well, mistletoe, mistletoe is very so much related to christmas, christmas i don't think it's ever associated with any other holiday but um Ah, oh, what a great song. It must have been The Mistletoe. Not uh, played very often, not very many recordings of it, but gosh darn it, it's one of the best uh, holiday Christmas songs now, of all time. Now, here's the thing. We'll Go probab- check it out. We'll probably talk about this on another episode with our friend Dominic because I know he doesn't care too much for our holiday music, but we do like holiday music a We lot. love it, actually. Um, now, with that said... And I, I find it hard I, for I people can, to say... Can I finish? Okay. I can understand maybe from his perspective why he may think why he doesn't like it because there are certain holiday songs that can be... That's not why he doesn't. I've talked about it with him before. Well, Dominic, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, no, I think that Dominic doesn't like it because Nikki, we'll just it's, save that it's for so a, too saturated and it's played way we'll too often. We'll talk about but it on when this, that episode comes. I will but say I can this. Under, let me, I don't even get to finish what I said. There are certain songs that can be a little bit overly saccharine and use a certain production to it that can make when uh, maybe some people feel it's cringeworthy. Because okay, it's a that, little but too that's saccharine. saying like any kind of music could be overly saccharine. Or, I, or, th- I I didn't say that. That is my opinion, but I can say that for and them. That it is. would be my rebuttal to that, though. That is that saying you don't like holiday music or Christmas music is like saying you don't like love songs. It's like saying you don't like. Any, a well, there's certain tropes is in, a, and, and so, in certain productions. Okay, holidays, but get, I would tropes. say there's... Uh, uh, yeah, but not all the time. I mean, it's like... It's true. It, you know... Now, now, just to name a few songs that really are quite quite good uh, holiday songs. I'll Be Home for Christmas. Mm. What a very sad song, actually. Oh, I mean, man. Just listen to the lyrics. It's very sad. Um, uh, have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas is very, very good. good classic. Or... And, uh, Uh, We really enjoyed the Drifters version of White Christmas. Oh, yeah. I I like it more than the Bing Crosby version, which is still good, but I actually like the Drifters version. We do a cover of it ourselves, uh, a la the Drifters version. Um, You can check that out on YouTube, And also, this is a fairly new holiday classic, in our opinions. Please go check it out. But our sister, Laura Weinbach, wrote a, a modern classic holiday tune called I'm not really in the Christmas mood this year. Please go check it out. It really is wonderful. It's great. It's just great. And you know what? It's um, it's not exactly a uh, a happy song, but it's it's very good song. It's a Christmas time song, and it's um, it's great. It's just great. Um, but it's got that. has got a, that Christmas feel to it, and I like it. I like it. She wrote a couple Christmas. And films. I will say this: you know, we talked about this with Dominic before, and he actually did admit. Well, he's he does like that song, and uh, I know. But because it's maybe because it's more uh, sad. Uh, it's more sad. Or well, I'll be home or or, for Christmas is sad too. That's true. But have yourself a merry little Christmas is not sad. And he did record our sister playing. Anyway, that's to be saved. This is to be saved for another conversation. Yes, another Dominic, time. if you're listening, um, we would like to discuss uh, holiday I, music uh, further with you on another episode in, a, in a, a very near future, in the very near future, actually. Right. Um, um, anyway, so Christmas, what else about Christmas do we like? Well, here's the thing about Christmas. Uh, Thanksgiving, I may not spend with my family, but Christmas... Uh, we always will go home for Christmas. There's only well, one time... I mean, twice in my life one, I haven't gone home once for Christmas. Because I, I, I was abroad, and I mean, it would be too expensive. Once to I home. wasn't home for Christmas, and yes, I was abroad. Matt, um, you were, you I were was a woman? I, I was abroad, and, uh, you know... And he couldn't come out That's too, why I couldn't. I, I was couldn't like, go, oh, I wasn't too embarrassed, because you know it was hard to come out as a broad at the time um but now now that transgender issues are fully well not, not well, fully, they're more and more accepted now, more and more accepted now, now i can Nikki come can out come as com- a broad um, um you know what's funny about that is that broad is sort of a an antiquated term and it's just funny using that in that context of a joke because okay you know it, it's like Even using the word broad is is, is not just antiquated, but it's also maybe not be perceived as PC. Actually, okay. In any event, but I think it's funny to call to use the word broad. I mean, I know, but nobody would use that in a serious way nowadays. I mean, that's well. I mean, did you check out that broad over there? You would never use that seriously. I mean, come on, let's get real here. Um, I mean, but you would use. I mean would you ever use the word chick, chick, would you, chick, would you use that chick, either? chick at all? I mean, like, it, it, it's like, you know, talking with the boys, you know, you're like, oh, did you check out that chick earlier? Or did you check out the broad earlier? I don't know. I mean, it's, I would never say broad. You would come not on. say it, but you would say it. No, know? I wouldn't ever say broad seriously in a serious tone. Well, I guess not. But, um, anyway, uh, yeah. One time I didn't spend at home with the holidays and uh, for, I mean, for Christmas, and you know what? I guess it was a little sad. I was in Prague that year. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> oh my God, this is so boring. I was in Prague that year, and uh, I remember it, turning midnight on Christmas, and uh, I I went into this church in Bra- pra- Prague, and I was a little sad that I wasn't home for it. Um, that said, I got back to my hostel, and there were a lot of people, in the, a lot of young people in the hostel uh-huh. who uh, were there and... Uh, yes. You know, we were all in it together. We were all together on Christmas. Some of them were Jewish, and uh, Max and I are half Jewish, by the way. But, um, <laughs> but we were all together, and that, in a way, were, was my family for the night. And in a way, there was still this uh, Christmas or holiday spirit of togetherness, and I liked that about that night, you know. Okay, Even you in the hostel, with all these inner... International people from different countries. We had some Argentinians. Oh my God! British Nikki, people. Nikki, please. This is just um, rambling right now. Australians. You know, it was it was uh, a cool thing in a way. Okay. Well, now I get to explain my Christmas story. So wait, 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 but the the moral is that um, the holidays are a time for togetherness and coming together uh, from all backgrounds and all walks of life. You oh know? my it's, God! And Nikki. that's what that's why I like about the holidays. You know, it's a it's a oh. time to just enjoy, lean back. And make him miss me? No, it's not actually. Make make those issues miss me? Okay. Well, now that you ramble on for hours upon hours, I get to say my okay. But I'm going to make a lot of noises while you're doing it, like you were doing for me. But yours was actually boring, though. No, it wasn't. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the first time I was abroad on the stroke of midnight, (sighs) I actually was. uh, You don't want to know about this, though. Nope. It's actually pretty pretty interesting. I was in Charles Dickens' territory. That's yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. London, England. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> oh. I was at St. Paul's Cathedral, and I went to Midnight Mass because I thought, well, you know, I'm not even oh. religious at all, but okay. I just thought, well, that would be an interesting experience to go to Midnight Mass, St. Paul's Cathedral in London. Okay, I, big deal. I went to St. Paul's... No. I, went, I went to Midnight Mass in Prague. Big no, okay. that's not the big deal. I went there. It was fine. It was cool, I guess. No trains were running anymore at that time. And I was, I was staying in a hostel that was kind of a little bit on the outskirts of London. And I didn't know how to get home. What was I to do? I thought, you know what, maybe I can, I, and for some reason, Taxi. I didn't have that much money on me or anything, you know, at that moment. And I thought maybe I could ask a police guy or something like that to take me home. You know, I was asking the police, like, hey, you know, how, what can I do to get home to this place? Uh, they weren't getting the hint, you know, like, maybe I need a ride. Finally, I was like, oh, crap, I guess I'll hell a ta- cab. It's going to be expensive. I, I asked, you know, I went into a taxi cab, and I asked. he asked me where I needed to go, and I said, I need to get to this place. How much can this amount get? I just think I had, like, five pounds. I was like, how much can five pounds get me to? And he's like, you'd be lucky if I can get to the end of the block. And he's like, I'm like, oh, really? And he's like, all right. And he's like, ah, just stay in, we'll figure it out. So he's like, all right, this is what Five Pounds gets you to. We got to the place and he's like, but you know what, let's keep going. And we kept going and kept going. And then finally he's like, I was like, "Uh, so I was like, you know, if you wanna let me out, you can. And he's like, you know what, just forget about it. I'll take you all the way. And he took me all the way home. It was such a nice gesture. And what happened when I got out? I was like, all right, well, here's the five pounds that I had. And he's like, forget about it. Merry Christmas. And I just thought, wow, well, now that's what the, the Christmas holiday holidays spirit. are about. That's the spirit and I just thought, of Christmas. That's the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of Charles Dickens within that guy. And I was just like, well, what a real nice gesture. I mean, that really touched my heart, you know. And uh, by when I got home, there were people... as. In the hostel, who were also not home for Christmas, some Australians. Oh my god, that's what I was just saying. (laughs) No, but the thing about it is, all of us, we started talking at night and everything. (laughs) Me too, all of us were talking. No, but here's the thing. Oh, actually, you know what? No, it wasn't that night. Uh, Scratch that from the record. The next day, though, uh, oh no, we did talk about it. And then the next day, I went on this, they had these tours in London that were really cool, and a lot of people, it wasn't just a touristy thing, but there were people that were from London that were taking tours uh, of the city. There was like several themed tours. One was a Charles Dickens tour. One was a Christmas story tour. One was a lot of different kinds of store tours. I took the Charles Dickens tour and we went around London t- and the, the tour guide told us about the story, the stories of Charles <sighs> Dickens' old haunts and things like okay, that. Okay, what does this have to do with anything? We got back home. After that, I got back home. I met these people up. I, you met know with these people. I met with these I people. I met up with these people. And we became friendly with each other. We all went out the next day and sight saw with each other. And it was a lot of fun, you know? And that's what the Christmas is all about, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I suppose I rambled just like Oh, my God. Okay. Finally. Jeez. But at the tech cab store, it was good, though. Come on. Sure. I guess. Um, anyway. The point is, that's what I like about the holidays, is people getting in this holiday-giving spirit, Now, you what know? is up with that? Why is it that we can't be like that for the rest of the year? Well, I suppose... I guess because the rest of the year, you do have to just focus on yourself a lot, unfortunately. Well, you don't have to. It's just you, you tend to just be focused in your career, and, and the holidays is, is a way for people to say, hey, look, let's just set aside some time once a year where we can just come together as family and friends and just make sure we have a good time, you know. Oh yeah, I guess so. But here's the thing. Here's the uh, caveat and and I think a lot of people agree with me on this that this especially is, since by the so way a, problem, a lot of people don't get that this much is a problem I have work. with Christmas is the idea that we are forced to give presents, you know, and you have to buy a present for each person in your family. Well, no, it, and it just and then a further and, and a further uh, 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 to broaden that idea as well. The idea that you are forced to have to feel warm and 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 close to each other is that really being real? Well, um, there's something as, to I, be mentioned, said, as I, I mentioned as I mentioned before. It's a man-made sort of invention, I guess. But as I said before, um, there by doing so, it it allows you. Because otherwise you may not actually get together and do that kind of thing. It's a consumer-based kind of, you know, thing where, you know, we're we're advertised to buy gifts and get together with our families, you know. But I will say, uh, you know, yeah, I don't like that because, you know, sometimes it's, you're forced to think of, you know, to get a gift for somebody that's sometimes very hard to buy gifts for because you just don't know what to do. Perhaps if, um, some of us were more financially, um, you know, uh, successful, I guess you could say, um, it would be a little bit easier, but I guess it, no, it that's not- I guess it forces us to use our wits and become, you know, try to think of a good gift. Um, even if money is, you know, it's. it's, Mickey, not, it's I, I don't even know if you should be mentioning that. Well, I, I don't know. Why not? I mean, all I'm saying oh, here is, enough. all I'm saying here is, I think, like, why? Why do we have to give gifts? You know, I guess the idea is that it is fun to open gifts on Christmas. It is fun to open it's gifts, very open. It's, and it's there's some aesthetic about. I mean, definitely, this is implanted into our heads because of you know the media and everything, but. Seeing a tree with a ton of gifts around it is there, it is quite a spectacle to see that. And I know that's uh, us having been influenced by that look for, for many but years. But I will say but anything I It ch- is really neat. Anything and it's fun I to ch- just go, it's fun to go, and what we, we do in our family is we go one by one. So, one person opens a gift by someone else, and then another person. And it's fun. We watch each other. It's fun to watch gifts. others open up the gift. And it's fun watching people open up now, the gifts I've given. I'm them, down to know? give I gifts. Like that. And I enjoy giving gifts these days more than getting them because anything I really, truly want, uh, I'll just buy for myself, or it, it would be too expensive for anybody to buy for me, you know, as a gift. Um, and so I feel like. You know that's thats why I enjoy giving gifts more. I, enjoy I like seeing—I like seeing people's faces. I, dis- I like—I actually like in a selfish kind of way. I like wanting one-upping other people and see, trying to get the best gift for somebody else. You know, sure, like, that's um, fun too. Um, but wait, wait, listen. Um, I just do think though, it's—it's it's a hassle. It—it—it it, it kind of is like, oh, this guy got better gifts than I did this year. Like, and you—the whole gift-giving thing makes. People sad sometimes you know, and it, it's just a uh, it is a drag i also that's why I think like we should probably do a kind of a thing where you have to buy a, one gift for someone else in your family and really try hard to get that person one person a really good gift now here's what I like though uh i and here's the thing that you're saying you'd get some you're not crazy about getting where you like giving gifts more than you getting them nowadays. Because, and you said because I would just buy it myself. But that's what I think is cool about getting gifts is when it's unexpected. When it's a surprise. And it's you do not have think about getting it. That's the problem I have about wish lists, though. When, it, when it's a surprise, it's neat because it really shows that person was thinking of you and you were not expecting it. I know, like for but for one, sometimes- one year, my sister got me a, a coat, a duffel coat, and I think that was a great gift. I wouldn't have thought about getting that for myself, and I use it all every day now. Actually, yeah, but cold, I will but say this again i will say it's a surprise but if it's not on somebody's wish list you're still trying to think hard about it it, it's like a forced way of trying to think about what's going to be good for somebody rather than like uh during the rest of the year you see something and you're like oh you know this would be good for for my sister you know and perhaps you can do your christmas shop shopping earlier in the year and think, "Oh, you know what? This is going to be a good present for my sister Shh. for Christmas and I'll give it to her on Christmas even okay. though I'm getting it in August or where well, you know, are yeah. August, uh, August, is her birthday so it's not really or if I good had find it in September time. and I'm like, "Oh my god, okay, this is going to be this be a good gift, you know." Sure. I mean, um, here's the thing. As I said before, it's like maybe it's a time where uh because let's face it, people are Selfish often because they're they have to think about themselves often, you know. Uh, they're busy in their careers and whatnot, and what it was. And uh, maybe perhaps this is the one time of the year where they're like, okay, I'm gonna spend time thinking about somebody else, you know. And but I guess truly, the my not everyone's like that. I'm just saying though that you know, people are absorbed in their lives often, you know, that's just the way it goes. And I guess the, the, truly the best part of the holidays though, for me at least, is that, you know, we're all busy throughout the year and this is the one time, you know, we're very close with our siblings and our family in general. And so one time a year, we, I, it's the one time we, a year where we make a true effort to all get together and, uh, under one roof and spend, uh, uh, at least a week or maybe two together. And we have a lot of fun doing that. And, um, because we are, you know, we're a family of entertainers and we have our own things going on all the time. And it's Max and I live in New York and the rest of our family live in California. And it's, and the, even still that my sister lives in Oakland and my, Dale, my brother w- lives in Los Angeles re- or the rest of our family lives it. in Los Angeles. And, and so it's, um, it's the one time a year where, you know, we really do set aside some time to get together as a family because we do enjoy our uh, hanging right. out, you know? You know, we're on the phone with our siblings almost every night. Um, and so it's just, well, yeah, we get to hang out in person, you know? Right, you know, and have some laughs. You know, yeah. Uh, I think that's... Uh, so those of you who are down on Christmas, I just say, I say to you... um. Do you not like spending time with your family? Do you not like spending time with your family? I guess some, Maybe people, some, do. people, some people don't. People don't I, guess. I can even understand that. Here's another thing about it is. But spend some time with people of, that you do enjoy spending time I, with. You hold know? up. I understand, like, there is even grief sometimes in spending time with some family members, too. Like sure, it's, yeah. You know, as we said, not every, not almost no family is perfect, you know, and it's. Uh, I mean, I think of you know, the idea of going home to your family is a lot of, is a lot of fun, but sometimes it just, it almost never ends up good times all around the whole time you're down there, you know? Um, but you know, at the very least there are good times to be had though. I would hope, you know, I will say also, you know, if it were the case where you dread going to see your family, I would, I would urge you at least, I mean, and maybe don't feel this way. I don't want to, inf- you know, flick this on I know, because everyone has a different, I know everyone like this, has different but lives. But if you, you know, do feel that way, maybe try to attempt to find a way, um, a commonality with, with the family that you don't normally enjoy spending time with and try to find a commonality where you can enjoy time together because, you know, we're all different. But I think that, that's something you'll regret that, if, you, if that's, you don't, and that's if what you're we're talking, talking about. Regret, the holidays post, are a good time to see past those differences. Yeah. It's a good time to see past those differences because I think ultimately if you were to go your life without, uh, really spending quality time with your family, I think you'd regret it later on in life, you know, after some of them have passed on, you know, and, um, you know, maybe you don't feel sad about it now, but I, I think, uh, there's, There's no many greater people, time than ma- the many people will Many people would feel sad about it later on in life, and so there is no better time than to... The present. Yeah, than the present. Presence. Than the present, and specifically sure, this, this holiday season. You know, set aside your differences, because there are many differences in the world today. We live in a very divided country, as I said, and um, let's really try to set aside that division and come together and... Work it out. That's well, what's good about the holiday season. Well, uh, here's another thing about it. Ooh, I wish that was the end of the episode. What I just said because that's that was you know that would have been yeah, good. but that was just a little bit like preachy uh, to be well, honest. Well, no, it's right. no, but hey, you know, well, because Nikki's gonna be doing the sermon on Christmas Day. And, sure, <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not. But, really by is. the way, another thing I like about Christmas, my our mom always makes Cornish game hen dinner. And not everybody is lucky and fortunate enough to have this. Uh, but, you know, and I will say Oh, it, I, I was we're not, say, It's not like, you know, you know something it's like my... Anyway, what I'm trying to say is I look forward to that. It's another food thing I look forward to. And it's very good every year. And I sure. like that. No, but something uh, I was going to say is even if you don't... Maybe you don't have a family to go home to either. Uh, I urge you to try and find friends to hang out with, or be be amongst people. As I said, it's not about necessarily going home to family, which, but I think you should if you do have family. And, uh, but it it's about being amongst people you love, you know, and and enjoying their company, and or just... that you like a lot. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. I mean, love. Yeah. Well, and anyway, it just. And you're, you know, I just, you know, I really just... Because, you know, yeah. there's nothing, you know, more depressing than being alone on on Christmas or on any holiday. As much as you would like to think it doesn't depress you at all, I think, you know, it, it's the way society has put this, ingrained this into our minds. But on a day that is is meant for spending time with others, if you're alone, it is sad. And I don't like to see that. I don't like to see anybody well, else suffer. Here is the on those thing: days, well, What you if you are Jewish? Though you wouldn't think that about Christmas. That's true, and uh, that's very true. That's why I wanted to talk about Hanukkah a little bit. So um, we couldn't have ended that conversation. Then we couldn't have ended the podcast there. Well, yeah, so we have you're to talk right. about Hanukkah. Well, now, Hanukkah. Now Hanukkah is not that important important in the Jewish tradition. I think. I mean, it's it's not as important as Passover. Um, or Yom Kippur, but it is, I guess, or Rosh Hashanah, We've I think, made it more important. Or maybe in the well, past. definitely not as rock. We've made it more important, more important in the past, you know, fifty or so years, In uh, last half decade, because is it of the, the last the competition. Half is it or is it been more than? Or I don't know, I don't know. but um, I'm just estimating here. But um, we've made it more important because of its proximity to Christmas, and. Right. Um, because ultimately this country is made, the majority of this country is made up of, of Christian based, um, f- faiths and uh, people who believe Chris- in that kind of carbon based, uh, <laughs> ba- believe in those kinds of things if they are religious at all. And there's very few Jewish people or Muslim people actually. And, you know, the major Muslim thing is, is Ramadan. And, but that doesn't, that happens kind of d- a different point in, time every year and ramadan has already passed this year actually um yes now, get your hanukkah point. um i don't know we we did celebrate hanukkah when we were growing up um along with christmas because we are half jewish um again we're not religious at all and we've we're never raised religious um but hanukkah was a thing where you know we wouldn't get Actual presence on Hanukkah. It well, would be once more in a like, while we would get. It would once would in a while, mostly be candy. You know, some kind of candy. And even treat. then, that was once in a while. And um, but we kind of stopped. So we get gelt. We kind of stopped celebrating Hanukkah or lighting the candles uh, around the time we were twelve years old because I think ultimately it's not as important. It's not as important of a holiday. um... I think as the other. I'm pretty Jewish, sure about that, actually. Um, sure. Holidays. Um, well, in any event that said what about Hanukkah? Hanukkah that is said you know it is I, I will say if, if it has become more popular because of its proximity to Christmas then make it more important um, or or rather just another or, or may rather make Passover or one of these holidays make it a reason to come together with your family um, make that the reason you know to come together with family and spend time with them you know uh, right and I think Usually, it's a because yeah, Hanukkah is made important because it is around this time of the year where people want to, well, people go home, I guess because I, because of Christmas. It really is because of that. And you know what though? You got eight days, to, eight days at least to spend with your family. I mean, come on, that's great. Right, right. I'm I'm pretty if sure. You're Jewish that is, uh, yeah. But I think the if reason- you're Jewish, that is. Well, I think also part of it is also it's a new year too. Like that that's also kind of got lumped in there as well I guess that's the, sort of an, an important event as well. I mean it for sure is an Im- But you know what that's that's sort of the um No, but the thing in, in, in terms every- of like people going home or visiting family, like this time of the year I guess is important for people to do that. I think because Christmas was made into this idea of uh, actually thanks to Charles Dickens really, because before that, from my understanding the holiday of Christmas wasn't really a, a this heartwarming family tradition that everyone did. It was more of like a, a a holiday on par with St. Patrick's Day. It was like a thing for adults to get drunk and and it wasn't that important of a thing until Charles Dickens really imbued this idea of, of togetherness and Well, and, and that's what I like about and the giving. idea of Christmas. Is, you know, I don't uh, so it really the, wasn't because it wasn't it, it wasn't a, and it wasn't yeah I guess it really what it comes down to was it was not this ho- holy Christian th- idea that made people start thinking oh my God, okay. that we need to you just said this right it was it was Charles Dickens really okay, made it into the holidays you just said this I know I'm just and saying. I think um, this is why I think that Christmas is a good thing for not just uh, Christians to celebrate, but anyone to celebrate. Even though the word Christ is in Christmas, um, you know, don't uh, celebrate winter solstice. We we don't celebrate Christmas in any religious kind of way. It truly is a, a holiday for bringing the family together. You know, it's not. There's no right. nothing religious about it at all for us. Yeah, in fact, because nobody think- in our family is considers. Him or herself, Christian, at all, right? And I think um, our father is Jewish, and I believe he, he, said he when he was growing up. When he was growing up, he celebrated Christmas, and I think, I mean, and he's your Jewish family. Jewish. I would just say, go ahead and do it in a non-religious way because you know it is a thing at this point where it's it's so uh, detached and away from its religious, you know religious aspect of of Christmas. I mean, not for everyone, but I think for a lot of people, people don't really celebrate Christmas in a religious way. Um, so in that case, you don't want your kids to be left out. And that way you can enjoy a, way, a, a way. lot of the holiday, the Christmas music that there is out there because a lot of it is very, very good. Mm. Sure. I do like Christmas music. Sure is. I've sure already started listening to Christmas music. Just today I was listening to a lot of it. Um, now... By the way, but uh, that's we don't, by no means we want to diminish the other holidays that happen around this no, year. No, but I will say and that... And so even if even if Hanukkah at least started out not being that important of a holiday, it certainly is now. In the same way that Christmas is important for people in a non-religious non-reli- way, okay. Hanukkah can be as well. Sure, very, but... Very I, important for people. But I know? will say that... Um, but, or, and in a religious way, too, but if they want. But I will say know? Hanukkah is eight days... Uh, whereas right, I think that's an- ho- Christmas is one day like Thanksgiving or or, right, or Halloween, right? And therefore, it, it, we can you know make it a bigger event this one day where it, it's not religious, and any we can use that one day to really set you know come together. Um, right, I guess it's because it's eight days. You're right, right. It kind of uh, it it kind of diminishes the significance of each of those days because. Uh, if it's one day, it's like oh, that's a significant day, you know. Um, now, one last thing here is one singular New, Year, thing, New Year's you know. Eve, which is basically the last holiday of the season, I guess you could say, and that is truly something that everybody Year's Eve in the, is always uh, uh, yeah everybody in the country oh, can celebrate. New Year's day, even New Year's can Day. Everyone, because there's in the, the Rose Parade. I know, but New Year's Los Eve or in Los Angeles, you know everybody celebrates it in, throughout the nation, and that is the truly a it's day throughout the where, world throughout the world actually yeah but that's truly the day where you know if you're alone without anybody on new year's i i guess that's fine but there's this idea that you do want to be with people um because you well, do there's something i don't know that one I'm a little not bit, so I personally so I'm, i wouldn't do feel do. as lonely being alone on new year's eve as if i were alone on christmas but um Maybe I think it is a little depressing I Just think any holiday i think if you're not with people you care about on during the holiday season during the holiday season, especially New Year's Eve actually because it's you're bringing in the new year and you know it's the new year it's, it's like a rejuvenation a rejuvenation, and you know um you want to be with people to who care about you and you care about uh on that day um or on that night and um yeah, I mean that's what I think uh New Year's Eve, if, if rebirth, if, by the way, if, if you're if you view Christmas or Hanukkah or any of these holidays as religious at all, New Year's Eve is the holiday for you because during the holiday season, because it is completely, you know, uh, what do you call it? Um, I guess ubiquitous is that the right word? Um, it's it, it's just it's pervasive throughout the whole world. It's it's, yeah, it's something that that anybody can celebrate because it is the start of a new year. You know, rejuvenation, rejuvenation, rebirth, and, and it's like time, it's a way. It's it's like oh, I ha- this year was a l- very problematic for me. Let's start anew. Let's make sure this this year can be great. You right. know, and um, it's a it's a it's a day filled with hope. You know, and with hope, why not? be with people on that day. You know, that's a I think that's what's good about that day to cap off the holiday season is you know, just being together with people, you know, however you want to celebrate. And I think that's a that's another reason why I think uh, what why it's important to be with people for the the holidays that precede that directly like Christmas or Hanukkah and, uh, or or Thanksgiving even and why we call this the holiday season collectively, is because it's the end of the year, and uh, if you're having a tough time during your whole year, maybe you want to just at least end the year with something nice and good. Because this was then, a... And then start the new year off great. You know what I mean? It's like... You know, this uh, was a sad... And I think that's a, co- that's a cool f- idea behind it is this is the end of the... And that is another reason I think maybe people... Place importance on this. Is it, this whole thing is because it is the end of the year. You know, it's like okay, let's take a break from all our worries and because two thousand our, th- our careers for a moment for a week or two because it's the end of the year. You know, and let's just let's th- make th- it nice. Two thousand seventeen was a sad year in a lot of ways. There were a lot of things that happened, a lot of revelations, and a lot of um, you know, watershed moments. And I think um. The, you know, the start of the new year, the end of the year is finally a time where we can say, yes, as you said, Max, let's start anew. Let's make this next year. Well, the end of the year is also a lot like, better. Yeah. Well, the end of the year is not just it's it's that. OK, we we're, had, we're, we're we're starting had we had a really had, clean slate almost. Yeah, we we had a whole year of maybe mostly problematic turmoil maybe and. And And just these as you said, these revelations came to light, and why you're just going to repeat everything I just said uh, right I, I guess I'm being repetitive, but you guys get the point um so anyway, yeah. the final word here is the holidays can be great, even though even if you think you don't like the holidays or if you have issue take issue with some of the things we said in this podcast episode, comment on them, <laughs> comment on them. Um, we'd like to hear your maybe models or arguments. Maybe there's something we're overlooking, but ultimately I think the holidays are a good time where you can, we can set aside our differences and come together and kind of forget about all the problems and troubles that happened, we, throughout, the that year. happened throughout the year, especially this year happened. A lot happened. And so we can just get not together fr- and not have to think about that for, Uh, yeah, as Max said, a week or two um, and just hopefully have a good time. That's right. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Tune in next time.